Welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Pokemon, the podcast where we talk anything and everything Pokemon. And this is going to be a short and sweet episode just because I am in the process of flying out of the country for a relative's wedding. And I there is really not a whole lot of Pokemon stuff going on besides, obviously, the notable Bidoof Day, which we'll get into in just a bit. And then uh, there is a big announcement that came out of Niantic today that is causing quite a stir in the Pokemon Go community. But I wanted to save that for next week because I, I kind of want to give myself some time to think about my thoughts on it as well as kind of see what the widespread reaction is and if Niantic is going to respond to it. So if if anything, just kind of hold off on my thoughts there. Like I, I'll share them Everything from when I saw it up until, you know, next week's episode when I get to recording it. Just so that way I can kind of at least get the whole picture and not just kind of go reactive with it. But regardless, um, let's go into some of the minor stuff before we get into the uh, meat and potatoes of the episode, I guess you could say. Uh, The first thing I wanted to touch on was that there are the new raid changes that we talked about last week, right? About how they changed the visuals and that they're going to have achievements. So I've done a few raids uh, since then, since since the update has happened, and it is I think one of the greatest updates that they have put for Pokemon Go. Like it is, it is such a minor thing overall to the whole grand scheme of what Pokemon Go is, but it just makes it more fun and engaging to do a raid. At least for me, I feel like um, just the, the visual of it, like the intro to the Pokemon, is more comic book like, and then it has like a, a cool like. Uh, when you start the battle, it says Go, but it has like in this really cool font. Um, Almost seems computer animated in a way, uh, but it just it makes it more presentable. Uh, the achievements at the end are fun to seeing what everyone has done, uh, who gets what achievement, and then it just reverts back to you know the the summary and all that. But I just think it's it is such a really eye pleasing update for raids, and I think it's definitely going to make at least raid day for Pokemon Go Fest uh, to to be a little bit more engaging or a little bit more uh, eye-catching to do as opposed to just seeing the same old, same old. So I'm really happy that they did that update, and it's definitely worth it in my opinion. The other thing I wanted to bring up was that if you follow Oreo's Twitter account, it appears that we are going to get an Oreo-Pokemon collaboration. Now, before going on further with this, let me preface with saying that I, I can't... I think I said it already in an episode, right? Where I said I found a box of uh, mini Chips Ahoy bags. Like, the box of it had all grass Pokemon. I can't remember if I said that I found the water Pokemon, but in case I didn't... Yeah, uh, water Pokemon are present on the mini Oreo bags. That, that box. Yet to find Fire-type Pokemon, though. So I have no idea where those belong. But it appears, anyway, that we're continuing on with this Oreo... This cold cookie Pokemon collaboration. Um, because Oreo, when they tweeted out the picture, it was, like, a picture of their Oreo cookie. And it was, like, ele- being electrified or, or, you know, had lightning effects on it. Um, and they had the whole uh, hint uh, message saying uh, the collaboration coming up in September is going to be... And it had lightning emoji. Uh, so should could be standing for electric and then it was like well you want another hint and then they had uh you know the the fire water and and leaf emojis on there so obviously we're gonna get some pokemon oreo cookies but to what extent though because are we gonna get pokemon shaped 
Oreo cookies? Or are we just going to get like different color filling, right? There's going to be a yellow filling, a blue filling, red filling, green filling, so on and so forth. I'm I'm kind of thinking it's probably going to be that. It's going to be just a very simplistic color change because I don't think Oreo has ever done shaped cookies before. Or if anything, the design on the Oreo like cookie outer, like the cookie part of it on the on the top and bottom of it probably will have maybe like a, a Pokemon design. Maybe have like the um, the uh, the what is it? The symbols for water, grass, fire, and and lightning, uh, electric, and all that. So it's possibly. I mean, it's all speculation at this point. But I think it's just kind of cool and exciting. I do love Oreo cookies. Uh, so obviously, I'll be buying a bo- at least one box of these cookies. And if they are that cool, then obviously I'll continue buying until that promotion ends. But something very much to look forward to, obviously, uh, in September as that comes. Now. We can go into some of the Pokemon uh, video game update stuff. Uh, we can just go straight to Masters. Um, there's, I think, uh, to be honest, though, beforehand, uh, there's like a water tournament happening with Pokemon Sword and Shield, which is super cool, but I don't EV train or IV train enough to enter, so kind of disappointed myself because that would have been a really cool opportunity for me to do it. Uh, but you can check out those details on Cerebi.net. They have those details as well as, I believe, on Pokemon.com. Nothing going on at Pokemon Cafe Mix, uh, other than I think Stronax is coming in for a repeat event. Uh, and everything else is really just going to be Pokemon Go. Pokemon has their big July update that we can talk about a little bit. Uh, but Pokemon Masters, let's go back to that. The All Aboard the Victory Train event has begun in Pokemon Masters EX. This event is a story event based on the Battle Subway Masters Ingo and Emmett and their plans to bring the subway to Pasio. It introduces Ingo and Exadrill and Emmett and Archaeops through special Pokefair scouts that are available now and this event will run until July 15th. Uh, this was hinted before, like, uh, Pokemon Masters EX, like, had the blasted on the social media, like, hey, we got this update coming, um, you know, just watch out for it on this day at this time, and then the background colors were definitely of the, uh, background, of the color designs for Ingo and Emmett. This, I don't really know these characters that well. I know, I knew that they existed. I know they're from black and white, I, I believe, if I'm not completely mistaken there. Um, I don't think I ever really encountered them personally because Black and White was one of those games I didn't really finish my first time going through. Uh, And so I guess it's kind of cool that we get new trainers and and just new just new sync pairs in general. But uh, I I don't know. Everyone was just kind of going crazy for this. And and to be fair, I mean, it's cool. I mean, if if Black and White was your game and and you were really into uh, was it the, the battle subway? Um, then this is awesome. This is really neat that, you know, that they're really branching out to a lot of these different, uh, games and a lot of these different, uh, you know, parts of the games to bring you new sync pairs and all that stuff. Uh, I think it's, I think it's awesome. Um, but just for me, I'm just like, eh, I, I don't have to spend my gems for this. So I might just kind of pass on it and, and just not care for, I, I, yeah, I want all the sync pairs as much as possible, but I'm not like, oh, I need to have it as bad as, like, Archie or Maxi or Leon or Red or whoever, like, right? Like, those are trainers I, I'm more familiar with and that are more close to me. Ingo and Emmett, yeah, they're kind of a cool, like, pair, a duo, but eh, not for me kind of thing. Um, their story event was pretty simple. I do like their story, uh, but the 
the difficulty is not really that hard, especially when you get to the um, the challenge the uh, the challenge round part one and part two. It's not that difficult. Uh, the only thing that's going to probably throw me off, it might force me to get Ingo and Emmett or try to get Ingo and Emmett, is that to get the uh, one mission that gives you a blue token, you have to beat part two using only Unova trainers. So I don't have, I don't think the right pair of Unova traders to take them down because I believe their weakness you need uh was it rock rock and ground I think was a duo so I don't know if I I don't think I have Unova sync pairs strong enough for that which means I probably would have to get Ingo and Emmett I don't know it, 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 obviously this that's how they set this up right and Pokemon Masters EX always sets it up where hey there's a challenge it's a lot easier if you get these new sync pairs that we introduce but you have to pick you have to use the gems for that so We'll see what happens. I doubt I'm going to cough up that. I, I don't think I'm going to really go for it, but I, I, who knows? I could always go back on my word. Uh, with Unova being uh, kind of presented in Pokemon Masters EX, or at least the focus, uh, the Battle Point Challenge has also turned to uh, using Unova Sync Pairs to get the uh, boost for those Battle Points, uh, which wasn't that hard. I think I was using Bianca, Tape, no, Pian Bianca, Samurott, and I don't remember who my third person was, but it wasn't it wasn't all that difficult. So as long as you have at least Bianca, um, I think it's Bianca. No, Bianca is Musharna. Caitlyn is Reuniclus, I think. So I'm sorry, Caitlyn and uh, Samurott, Caitlyn Reuniclus, and then Hilbert and Samurott. Those two sync pairs are what I have. Yeah, I'm so sorry. I completely like just butchered that, but. I don't. I don't usually go by the trainer names. I usually go by the Pokemon. Um, anyway, long story short, to condense it all, it's not that hard. I think you guys can easily accomplish the the hard setting for that one. And that's it for Pokemon Masters. I think there things are going to be a little bit quiet uh, for a, just a little bit, probably towards the mid July, end of July. I think they're going to introduce new seasonal sync pairs, the summer sync pairs. So we'll look forward to that. I mean, if you're really curious what they are, the data mine is out there, so you can kind of Google it and look at what's ahead. I don't want to cover it just yet. I'd rather just wait for the official announcements. Now let's talk about Pokemon Go. Before we talk about all July updates, let's first announce that the Professor's Research is now available in Pokemon Go. Now this was the thing where you had to order uh, a Pokemon Go specific item in uh, on the Pokemon Center website. You get the Professor Willow's card. That card comes with a code. You put that code into your game. And then you have access to that special research, which focuses on Meltan towards the end of it. Um, so that has already started to roll out as long as you put in the code. And uh, yeah, but I mean, it's at the time of recording this, it's July 1st. So it is available once that code is entered. So go ahead and check that out. But let's go ahead and talk about all of the July updates for Pokemon Go. Now, the research breakthrough is Rufflet, which, okay, that's kind of neat. Uh, Rufflet, I don't think, was that easy to get. I knew, I believe it was just a uh, Go League battle reward for a while, and then it became uh, available in 10 and 12k eggs. Now, they're just giving it as a research breakthrough. Also, as a reminder, when you do those research breakthroughs, you do get a free remote raid pass. You get that throughout July. And then you also get double XP for research breakthroughs uh, for the season of Discovery. So make sure you just take advantage of that uh, opportunity. 
Now, also, uh, we did have a Bidoof day, but we'll cover that later when we talk about all things Bidoof. Um, the mythical Pokemon Deoxys will be appearing in its defense form in five-star raids from July 1st to July 16th. Uh, then you also have the legendary Mewtwo coming back from July 16th to July 23rd. And if you're lucky, you may encounter a shiny Mewtwo. Uh, different Pokemon will also be appearing in five-star raids on the second day of Pokemon Go Fest, so keep a lookout. Only Mewtwo will appear as a Go Battle League encounter for trainers ranked 20 and up on the second day of Pokemon Go Fest 2021. Um, let's see here. If we go for Mega Evolve Pokemon, uh, Mega Houndoom will appear in Mega Raids from July 1st to July 16th. Mega Gengar will be from July 16th to July 23rd. Mega Charizard X would be in Mega Raids from July 23rd until August 6th. So there's your rotation of Mega Pokemon. And then every Wednesday in July, a Raid Hour event will occur from 6 to 7. On July 7th will be the De Defense Form Deoxys, as well as on July 14th will again be Defense Form Deoxys. July 21st is going to be Mewtwo, and then July 28th is to be announced. Now, it's kind of weird that they would do Deoxys Deoxys, and then do one Mewtwo, and then maybe introduce a new Pokemon. That's a little odd. I'm kind of led to assume or speculate again this is all speculation that maybe they'll give another chance to get uh armored mewtwo possibly um that may be a stretch though so don't get your hopes up on that one uh but it is kind of interesting to see what we'll get here at the end of july is there a summer pokemon that would be raid worthy up with there with deoxys and mewtwo i don't think so yeah i Armor Mewtwo is the only thing that comes to mind that they would kind of hold off on announcing, but we'll see when that day comes closer. Now for Spotlight Hours. This happens every Tuesday from 6 to 7. So on July 6, we'll get Bulbasaur, and you'll get twice the XP for catching Pokemon. July 13th, Charmander, and you'll get twice the candy for catching Pokemon. July 20th, Squirtle, and you'll earn twice the candy for transferring Pokemon. And in July 27th, not to, and you'll earn twice the XP for evolving Pokemon. Can we just, like, briefly ask why? Like, not that the, the starters are there, but why not to and not Pikachu? It just seems weird that you would have the Kanto starters, but not have Pikachu involved, and you throw in this random little bird not to. Like, no, nothing really against not to. Not to's a great Pokemon, but... It's just very out of place, and and Niantic hasn't really hasn't said anything that it's a mistake. So it is going to be not to yay your favorite Kanto starter Pokemon Bulbasaur, Charmander, Squirtle, and not to. All right, um, July Community Day we already said was going to be Taypig, and again that's going to be on July third uh, from eleven to five, which is going to be interesting for me because I'll be out of the country, so I don't know exactly how if I'm going to be able to plus. That's the day I arrive in that country. So, yeah, uh, hopefully I'll be able to play some of that event. Um, let's see here. We got Pokemon Go's anniversary from Tuesday, July 6th to Thursday, July 15th. Uh, Pokemon Go will be celebrating its five-year anniversary. And so they haven't released all the details for that, although it is just right around the corner. So I, I would assume we could expect details any moment now, any day now. 
Go Battle Night will be on Sunday, July 11th. Uh, this is the second Go Battle Night of the season. Uh, complete up to 100 battles and receive three times the Stardust for winning battles, completing sets of battles, and ranking up in the Go Battle League. Please note that the Stardust bonus during Go Battle League will not combine with the two-time Stardust bonus for Go Battle League that will be active from Monday, June 28th through Monday, July 12th. Pokemon Go Fest 2021, we already know that's happening uh, on July 17th and 18th, and we've already covered all the details for that. And that covers everything for Pokemon Go in July. Uh, for me, the most exciting things is probably the Shiny Mewtwo chance uh, and possibly what is going to be that uh, other raid happening on July 28th. And that we get a Squirtle Spotlight Hour because I'm all for that. Although I do have to kind of uh, do the Bulbasaur one because I don't. I think I only have one shiny Bulbasaur. Charmander, I know I have a shiny Charmander and a shiny... Yeah, because of the community day, right? Shiny Charmander, shiny Charmeleon, shiny Charizard. That's covered. Squirtle, got that covered. I did that community day. But I don't think I ever did Bulbasaur's community day. So I definitely need to make sure I take advantage of that spotlight hour and try and hope that I get uh, any shinies on that day. All right. Now, as I already mentioned, you know, there is something that Antic not, not, uh, announced about uh, Pokemon Go celebrations or events. I'm going to wait till next week to talk about that. I, I want to get the whole picture before I say anything about it. So before we move on to Bidoof Day, let's talk about Pokemon Center. There were more drops happened after the relaxing uh, plushies that they came out last week. Um, if you go on PokemonCenter.com and go into new releases, uh, I'm going to start all the way at the bottom of this first page here, at least on my mobile phone, I'm going to start at the bottom. Uh, it does show the Magikarp hat. So we got the Magikarp hat and a Mimikyu hat, which are very uh, similar. They're the exact same designs as you see them in Pokemon Go. Uh, however, at the time of recording this, the Magikarp hat has been sold out, which is not surprising. I think people really do love the, the silliness that the hat brings. And so obviously that would be the one to go faster than the Mimikyu. Although I'm, I am a little surprised that the Mimikyu is yet to be sold out. Like I would say Magikarp would sell out first, and then eventually the Mimikyu would be uh, sold out as well. But uh, if you want the Mimikyu one, at least, it's still there. Then Pokemon dropped a couple of flip books. One's on Galar and Alola region, and the other one's on the Kalos and Unova region. Now, I believe how these flip books work is that on one side, you, when you go through the pages, there's a story, and then you just literally flip the book over, and then you go through the pages again, but it's a different story. So obviously, in this case, it would be of the two regions. One side going through would be Galar, and then the other side going through would be uh, the Alola region. After that, there is all... Well, there are all of these evolution plushies. It's This is an interesting take. So each plush is $20. They're 11 and a half inches, although actually some some are actually slightly smaller than others. So Glaceon's 11 and a quarter inch, Umbreon's 13, Jolteon's 12 inch, uh, Eevee's 11 and three quarters, Espeon three, 10 and three quarters, Leafeon and Flareon are both 11 and a half inches, Sylveon is 11 and a quarter, and Vaporeon is 10 and a half. Okay, well, at the time of recording this, the only ones available for purchase are Vaporeon, Eevee, and Jolteon. Every other evolution is sold out. But what I want to get it, what I want to get into a little, just a tiny bit here is these plushes look very, very similar to the back in the day 
Toys R Us exclusive plush, plushies that they had for these evolutions. Um, they seem to be probably the same size. They seem to be the same design. So I'm curious if maybe just Pokemon Center just decided to bring those plushies over and just sell them on the website. Maybe they had an overstock or maybe they saw that they were selling well and so they wanted to make more. Who knows? But that's just kind of what it looks like. So if you already have those evolution plushes, I don't think there's any sense in getting these. Although you might want to double check on the design uh, in case I'm wrong. But it, it's just very reminiscent of that. And then if for you ladies out there, if you are interested, there are uh, Pokemon leggings available. Uh, there's a grass type one, a Pikachu gray colored one, a Pikachu color block gray it says here. I think there's some pink and yellow on it. And then there's a Porygon geometry designed one. Um, I have no comment on these because I don't wear <laughs> leggings and these are not meant for men, I believe. At least none of the pictures show any men. I think leggings are strictly a female thing. So if any of you women are out there interested in Pokemon leggings, there you go. The designs are very simplistic. Um, they're not very like flashy. Like It's obvious that they're Pokemon uh, you know, leggings. Although I think one literally has the uh, Pikachu silhouette on the front side of it so maybe the, uh, that won't become more obvious than others uh but it i think it's kind of neat you know pokemon's branching out to all different kinds of things and then we get some tcg product dropped we got sleeves and deck boxes the sleeves are the pokeball guy or ball guy i should say uh card sleeves more pico moods card sleeves Surfetch Strike card sleeves and the Eevee Prismatic card sleeves, which of course the Eevee ones are already sold out. The other three though are still available. However, if you are an Eevee fan and still want something Eevee Pokemon TCG product wise, the Eevee Prismatic double deck box is available. And so you can go ahead and get your hands on that for 13 bucks. And there's also the Ball Guy double deck box as well. Interesting that there's no more Pico or Surfetch because we got the sleeves, but I guess they don't have uh, matching double deck boxes. Hmm. Now, there's a few more things here on the Pokemon Center, but we'll get there in just a second. Otherwise, that is pretty much it. So before we talk about Bidoof Day, I've literally covered everything that has happened in Pokemon in the last week, which it sounds like it just kind of, I don't know, just halted to a stop. Like, all these big things for Pokemon have kind of just slowed down a bit. You got less events happening in Pokemon Masters. Um, you got everyone prepping for Pokemon Go Fest. Uh, you got one collaboration announcement. Not a whole lot dropped on the Pokemon Center compared to most other weeks in the previous and earlier this year. So it's just it was kind of like, huh, this is a little bit of a breather. Like, what do I do now? Well, Pokemon definitely had an answer for that. Because they were not going to let you go by without anything exciting or eventful. They have officiated July 1st to be National Bidoof Day. That's right. They've accepted the meme. They're owning up to the meme. And they've given the meme its own holiday. July 1st is National Bidoof Day. And every part of pokemon had some sort of tie into this pokemon center pokemon go pokemon masters um you know there's there's a lot that to kind of take in and is it ridiculous yes 
Is it worth it? Yes. Uh, even for people I think that aren't like big fans of Bidoof are probably really confused, but because Pokemon owned up to it so much and have literally done everything possible to put Bidoof in your face, I feel like even non-Bidoof fans are like, you know what, I got high respect for this Pokemon. So it definitely did its job. Uh, if we go through some of the things, uh, let's see here. Let me. All this stuff is going to be done and over with. Mind you, when you listen to this episode, it's already past July 1st. The only things you're going to have Bidoof-related available to you is going to be um, a t- the TCG uh, uh, online game uh, kind of prize they're giving out, as well as the uh, Pokemon Center merch. So, okay, let's go ahead and go through the list of, of Bidoof stuff that they did. Uh, to celebrate Bidoof Day, players of the Pokemon trading card game online will receive a Bidoof deck box, sleeves, and coin if they log in between July 1st and July 7th. Okay? Again, that's for the online card game. So make sure you have that downloaded on your app or on your computer. And then for Pokemon Go, this has already gone and passed. Uh, they announced a Bidoof Day event as part of the company's Bidoof Day celebration. Uh, Bidoof will spawn at an incredibly high rate, which they did. Uh, Bidoof will be in one, three, and five-star raids. Uh, any Bidoof caught will know superpower and be able to use a charge TM to teach Bidoof Ice Beam, Shadow Ball, or Thunderbolt. Uh, Team Go Rocket Grunts will have more Bidoof on their teams. There's a special Bidoof Cup in Go Battle League. There's a special rewards, a special research that offered a Bidoof hat as the reward. And there was four times catch experience during the event. So Pokemon Go definitely went all out uh, for for Bidoof Day. Uh, if we go into, let's say, Pokemon Masters, theirs was very simplistic, only probably because they weren't sure exactly how to approach it. Uh, but the Bidoof Day event is live in Pokemon Masters EX. This event gives a special gift of 400 gems for three days of logging in between now and and July 8th in celebration of Bidoof Day. So for a total of 1,200 gems over three separate days, right? 400, 400, 400. There you go. Uh, I think the reasoning for it was they were giving you 399 gems because that's Bidoof's Pokedex number. But then I think the... I don't know why they added the one. Maybe it was for good luck, for good measure. I don't know. But maybe for them it would just be easier. Uh, 400. So that's how they got to the 400 uh, total. Why is it over three days? Not exactly sure about that. And the Pokemon Center uh, merchandise. There's a lot of Bidoof if you want some Bidoof merch. And they are all still available as well. Starting with the Bidoof Zone Tin sign. It's literally one of those like slow children playing or children crossing kind of signs. It's it's a Bidoof Zone Tin sign. Uh, then next to that, you'll see the Bidoof plush hat, which is a one-size-fits-all situation. Looks kind of creepy when it's not on a head. I'm sure it's adorable and cute when it's on someone's head, though. Because it's got, like, all its legs, like, stretched out. Like, it was like a dead animal that just kind of got uh, hunted down, like, just stretched out for its fur or something like that. That was really weird. I'm sorry. But it's just, that's what it's reminding me of. When you look at the picture, you'll understand. Then you have the option of getting a Pokemon TCG Bidoof Brown playmat. Literally just have Bidoof front and center on it. There is a Bidoof and Pikachu all over print fitted crew neck t-shirt. Uh, there's, oh, there's another 
a Bidoof playmat, a black playmat with three Bidoof on it. Uh, going back to shirts, there is a Bidoof not on back black relaxed fit crew neck t-shirt. It's just literally a silhouette of Bidoof's face on the front and says Naong. Non na on. Oof. I it was weird to pronounce those last couple letters. And then there is a Bidoof all over print fitted crew neck t-shirt. Similar to what we have with like the Mega uh no not the Megas, the Gigantamax Pokemon. Only this is of course Bidoof. Uh, and if you're a huge fan of Bidoof, I, again, I don't see why you would not at least get this t-shirt. Like, out of all the three Bidoof t-shirts, the all-over, I think, is the one that you're going to want the want you're going to want the most. Uh, then the last Bidoof piece of merch is the Bidoof Comfy Friends plush. Um, it's just like any other plush. looks extra, extra soft. Uh, so if you ever wanted a Bidoof plush, there you go. Uh, in the Pokemon uh, emails, if you sign up for the Pokemon emails, there was a list of like all these di- things, different uh, Bidoof things they were g- going through. I think you can watch like a Bidoof versus Bidoof battle on Twitch. Uh, there was a, it, what was interesting is there was like a, um, in the email, it asked you if you were interested in getting a special delivery Charizard Bidoof day exclusive or limited edition whatever it's basically special delivery uh charizard but instead of carrying pikachu it's carrying bidoof uh but when you clicked on it right it just enters i guess whatever email you accessed it from because i think each email has a separate code and and it does say that you just have a chance of getting the code to redeem it uh on tcgo which I feel like this is a test to see how they can do the special delivery Charizard, the real, the actual one, uh, when it goes live, with as a way of like preventing bots scalping it or something like that. So it'll be interesting to see if like this is some this was some sort of trial run, and if they actually are going to go through with the B- special delivery Charizard Bidoof exclusive one. Because um, I mean, I saw a lot of people that wanted it. I think I can go without it, but it be it will be kind of neat to, just to have one. Uh, there was also probably the best thing that came out of the Bidoof day was uh, Pokemon made a big Twitter announcement. It says, big Pokemon announcement. And it was a YouTube link. Now, when you go to the YouTube link, just like good old YouTube fashion behavior, it goes to a Rick Roll video. However, it's not your normal Rick Roll video because even though it's the same song, it's all in Bidoof. And the lyrics have changed to match up loving Bidoof. It was a Bidoof Rick Roll. Like, it was a masterpiece. It was genius. Like, I don't understand where all this Bidoof love came from for, with Pokemon. Like, the amount of time and work they had to spend to make sure that everything was going to just, you know, c- collaborate extremely well. Like, have something in Pokemon Go, have something in Pokemon Masters, have some stuff in Pokemon Center online, do something for the TCGO. Like, it was Bidoof, like, literally everywhere. It was the Bidoofiest day of all Bidoofs. It's a load of Bidoof. And I don't know if, at this point, if people are sick of Bidoof, or if people are still loving this, and if it made it love it even more. Like, I'm kind of in the middle, where... Yeah, Bidoof was kind of cool. I can see it as the meme Pokemon, but I 
I'm not exactly exhausted from all the Bidoof stuff. It didn't really, like, intrude itself that much on my end. But then, of course, I wasn't really much on social media on today. So maybe that kind of helped. But I just, like... I'm now I'm just curious though as to why why is July first Badoof Day? There was no reasoning behind it. It was just like, hey, we want to celebrate Badoof, and that's it. Uh cool. I I'm wondering if they're gonna do this for more Pokemon. Um, I kind of doubt it. I've uh, seen that this probably took just a lot of work to get everything together. But hey, uh, don't run it past Pokemon because I feel like they would do just about anything and everything, uh, just to kind of you know have some fun with the audience. This was. This was fun marketing for them, and I think they did it very well. Um, yeah, some of the minor, st- some of the stuff is kind of lackluster, like the Pokemon Masters. Oh, you only get gems. Like that's kind of weak. It would have been kind of interesting if they released like a sync pair Bidoof, or maybe had like a Bidoof egg event uh, where you just kind of hatch Bidoof all day. Maybe that that would have been a little bit more, um, you know, uh, engaging, I guess. Uh, but still, overall, I just think it was fun. Uh, it was fun for some of the fans of Bidoof. It was fun for the memes of Bidoof. It was fun for everybody. Kudos to Pokemon Company for just going through all of that work to make this happen. And I think a lot of people are definitely going to remember that. Wow, even just looking at Pokemon Center, like, you know how they usually have the starters for each month? They just replace the starters with Bidoof for the day. Uh, that's, you know, that's some special kind of marketing right there. And that's it for everything Pokemon. Um, I know I kind of went through that fast, uh, and it's... I also feel I, I feel bad if you hear a lot of raindrops in the background because it is raining a lot and heavily in my area. Um, plus, I also wanted to make sure that I got everything ready for my trip, so I'm still in the midst of packing. Uh, but I also didn't want to miss a week and you know not go through and like have everything kind of stack up for next week because I feel like the Niantic thing is going to take quite a bit of a conversation. Uh, so I wanted to at least get this out there in a the, in the nice little short and sweet condensed episode. Um, there is a bonus episode I uploaded on. On the playlist, if you look at it, it's uh, me and my buddy Austin. We finally get around to talking about uh, the Gen 7 and Gen 6 games. We recorded it early June. I never got around to editing it until just recently, so it is incredibly late. Um, and because I am flying out, we probably won't get to our Unova recording until I get back sometime next week. So that one will be a little bit late. Hopefully, by the time we get to uh, Gen 3, we'll be on track and... I mean, hey, three months is better than uh, eight months, uh, or not not better, but in better than to have nothing. I guess I should say is what I, what I meant to say. Um, so again, if you want to check out our little mini discussion on uh, Gen Seven, Gen Six, you can go ahead and check out that episode. So before I leave you guys, of course, I'll always do this. We'll do the Pokedex trivia, where I read to you a Pokedex entry for Mysterious Pokemon that you must guess for this episode. Now, I cannot tell you, well, I mean, I can, but I won't tell you what game the Pokedex entry came from, but I'll try to give you a couple of hints along the way so that way you're not completely left in the dust. So, without further ado, let's go ahead and read along for today's Mystery Pokemon. If it charges at an enemy, the hairs on its back stand straight up. It is very sensitive to sound. I'll read it again. If it charges at an enemy, the hairs on its back stand up straight. It is very sensitive to sound. Now this Pokemon is a dual type Pokemon. 
It has the hidden ability of thick fat. The shiny is straight up yellow. Like it is a yellow, a bright yellow Pokemon. Uh, it is the middle evolution of a three-stage Pokemon. This Pokemon didn't receive its final evolution until a much later generation. And the only way that it evolves into that Pokemon is also by having to learn a very specific move. Got your answer. Locked it in. Hopefully that kind of worked out for you. The Pokemon of the episode is not Bidoof, although I should have made it Bidoof just to kind of go with the Bidoof memes. It is number 221, Piloswine. Uh, the ice and ground type Pokemon, also known as the Swine Pokemon. Um, the shiny is very, like, I did not realize that was a shiny. I don't even think that's the shiny. I don't recall that being the shiny in Pokemon Go. Uh, it's, it's very bright yellow, kind of sticks out like a sore thumb. Um, I like swine up in pile of swine. I'm a huge fan of mammoth swine though. So I can't wait to at least get to that one. Uh, but going back to the moves and stuff, pile of swine does evolve into mammoth swine as long as it evolves knowing to move ancient power. And that wasn't introduced until... Let's see, was that Gen 4? I think that was Gen 4 or 5. I can't quite remember. Um, but it is a pretty cool designed Pokemon. Now, there's not a whole lot of trivia for Poliswine. There's only three things here. Uh, it says, no other Pokemon has the same type combination as Piloswine and its evolutionary family. Piloswine and its evolutionary family are also the only Pokemon weak to the types of all three starter Pokemon. That's got to be rough. And according to Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, Piloswine was designed by Shigeki Morimoto, which I think has always been like a huge hand in the Pokemon franchise. Um, so I guess they were just kind of spotlighting the, the creator of this specific Pokemon. Piloswine is pretty dope. He's pretty cool. Definitely love Mamoswine. Uh, must have on any team. Okay, maybe not. But if you're looking for an ice and ground type, I think Piloswine is the way to go. I think it was pretty good good at one point in the competitive scene for vgc quite some time ago but i could be wrong i don't really follow uh competitive to uh, uh not tcg vgc um but hopefully someday i will all right that's the end of this episode like i already said for a thousand time short and sweet straight to the point I got to go. I got things to do. But if you need to follow me, if you want to follow me, if you want to reach out to me, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at SpartanStrike07. These podcast episodes also go up on the YouTube channel, SpartanStrike07. If you want to write me an email, have any questions, feedback, anything you want to talk about, go ahead and write to me at SpartanStrike07 at gmail.com. All that info will be in the show notes, of course. And have a lovely week. And I'll continue to talk to you about anything and everything Pokemon. Pokemon.